Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey. Oh, hey. Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You said it, sister. Shout out to Chan Ass and Dinner Woo! Theaters who is presenting the entire station here at the Minnesota State Fair. Much love to them and to our friends at Old Dutch, who are our individual show sponsor. And we thank you. They looked at us and they said, you know what we see? Old Dutch. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go with them. We're going to hitch our wagon to them. Wait, I'm Polish. Right there. Hey, sorry, go on. Let's have a good Old time. Old Polish here. Hey, uh, <laughs> would you like to talk music? Yes. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This. I do. Is the beat. Uh, all right, got a couple quick stories, and then I know we got a little new music, some new music from Miley Cyrus we'll let you listen to here in a second. Um, so Billie Eilish flies economy. Apparently, according to a TikTok user. I'm not surprised by that. Oh, my gosh. I'm Wait. surprised anytime I see a rich person in economy. We don't know how rich she is. She is the nest. We do, and that net worth is estimated at $30 million. That's rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least do Comfort Plus. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But apparently she and her team, were, they're in economy. So there's a TikTok user and they're like, oh my gosh, Billie Eilish is like on my plane and this is crazy. And like literally, you know, oh my gosh. Didn't you run into somebody in um, economy? Craig Ferguson or somebody no, like that? No, it wasn't Craig Ferguson. Who did I see? Craig Kilborn. Kilborn. Okay. Flying economy. And I thought, well, look at that. And I think he was in a middle seat. That's but in, where I have a problem. But in Comfort Plus. Oh, okay. Whereas I, on this particular flight, was, you know, in the First back. Class. No, I was in the back. Oh, I was near That's the my bathroom. favorite place to be. Well, it's your highest rate of survivability if the plane nosedives. No, I, I... Oh, nosedives. Yeah. But if it just implodes, then I'm flying out the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> also, aren't we all ready for, um, for them to just say, in the event of a plane crash... It's a goner, guys. Everybody's going to yeah. die. There will be no survivors. Yes. Uh, all right, let's take off. We can start saving time let's there. Let's go to probably. Grant. Oh, hey, G-Rant. I am Grant. Are you there? I am here. Hey. Oh, gosh, how lovely to hear you. So we were just talking about Kevin Bacon during the Dirt Alert. Uh, you stuck around. He and the Bacon Brothers, they were on stage at the Liney Free Stage last night. You went to it? Yes, I did. I stuck around and saw the show. I did not see the end, unfortunately. But well, I am going to go again tonight, because he is playing again tonight, in fact. And I'm going to go back to see him tonight again as well. Well, do we get a review? Or are you yeah. just gonna, you're just looking? Donna, Donna, he, he's joined our show. Let's be nicer to him. Hey, Grant, what did you think Grant, of the show? I love you. It was good. Hey, guys, it was, it, was, it was a great show. It was really fun to see such a mega superstar when it comes to movies and, you know, obviously music. But in front of just this simple crowd at the State Fair. But it was packed. It was a packed house. He played the bongos, which I didn't even know he played. But, oh, fun. You know, um, for years I've watched him play videos of music to his goats. 
He does yes. that a lot. Or, yes. you know, or his llamas. That's kind of his thing. And yeah, or dances with his wife. Yes. You know? Yeah, they're fun. They're a fun social media uh, follow. Yeah, and and he's very knowledgeable about music because I much. follow him, and he'll ta- he he's doing the alphabet with songs. Uh, albums that he has, and oh, he'll pull fun. out an album, and he's like, "All right, let's go to G," you know. And then he's got a band or an artist that starts with a G, and then he'll, you know, go listen to how this song starts. So cool, man! And he was doing that with the crowd. I mean, he was talking to the crowd, kind of giving a little bit of, you know, behind each song that he was playing. Why, you know, maybe when his brothers started singing, why they liked that song. And at the end, he finished with Footloose, which oh. I did not see, and that is why I've got to go tonight. Because I want to see him perform Footloose. So I don't know about the Bacon Brothers. I'm, I, I sounds like they're a fun show to be at. Does Kevin sing at all, or does his brother sing? Yes, they both do. Yeah. They both sing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious from the... I'm totally with you. I think the appeal of going... And again, Kevin Bacon, the Bacon Brothers, on stage tonight, Liney uh, Free Stage yeah. here at the Minnesota State Fair. Part of the appeal is, oh my gosh, this movie star is right there. And it's not like on the grandstand stage, kind of far away. It's just right there. Does he talk about cinema? Does he talk about roles that he's done? Or is he like full music mode Kevin Bacon? It's it's music Kevin Bacon. He's talking Minneapolis, you know, the the heart of, you know, he brought up First Ave. He brought up Prince. You know, he makes it like he, he, he... takes on the musician role, not the actor role throughout this whole thing. So I think Okay, yeah. that's cool. I think Kevin Costner does that too with his band. Yeah, and Modern he was at the West. Grandstand last year, he right? He was, Kevin yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, Grant, that's so fun. Yes, it was fun and I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I want. I just, I wasn't going to go tonight but after I, my buddy texted me and said he played Footloose, I'm like, I, I'm going to go back. Gotta do it. I gotta, gotta see do him, it. I gotta see him do Footloose. Hey, what kind of vibe was it? Is it like an, an acoustic vibe or is there a full band? It's a full band, very acoustic very mellow, very chilled. You know, oh, cool. it, it was very kind of a country vibe at all, um, or folky. A little bit more folky than country because you know country now has gotten kind of poppy a little sure, bit. So it's, it's sure. more old style, I would say. But yeah, it was it was just a treat, like Steve said, to see such a big movie star right there. And it was, I mean, people were backed up to the space needle. It was it was a full wow. house. It was cool. a full house. Yeah, I bet you there were a lot of people that were walking by last night who were like, oh, what's going on over here? And then it's like, oh, that's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And they're probably like, what? And now, guess what? Everybody last night just became one degree there away you go. from Kevin Bacon. So there that was go. a win for everybody there oh last God, night. Oh my God, Steve, you got it in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Donna. Cool. Hey, I am Grant. We love you. Thank you so much for jumping Thank on you. with us. Uh, you can see Grant today. He's going to be on with the girls in the afternoon, Lori and Julia from 3 to 6, also broadcasting live here at the State Fair. Aww. Now listen. We don't have time for the new music. Let's do it next segment. Let's do it next segment okay, so we, we can let it breathe. Okay, we have Selena Gomez and we have Miley Cyrus. Okay, so that's coming up after the break. Real quick, before we go to break, um, Tim McGraw, there was a story about Tim McGraw and what he would do when record uh, executives would give him notes. So he would bring in a song and be like, hey, guys, what do you think? I think this could be a single. And then these guys in suits who may or may not know anything about music would say, uh, here's a note here and a note here. And he would say, great. He would then go away and he would come back a week or two later same exact mix and he would say hey we took your notes thank you we implemented all of them let me know what you think he would play it and they'd be like we love it that's awesome isn't that great yeah that's a good way consultants are tricky to deal with have you ever dealt with a consultant i absolutely have in the world of broadcasting you do and how that works is they 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 show you video of yourself or playback audio and then they tell you what they don't like they say look at your stupid hands look what are you doing with your stupid hands out there what, your hands don't know how to be human anymore when you're... Oh, and now let's listen. Why would you say that? That seems like a weird question. And you're like, 
When did you uh, start your broadcasting yeah. career? You want to like hand the microphone? Over? Yeah. Okay. Here, you show me. I'll sit back. One. No. The you some, show some are great. Me. I've had some great consultants before too. Okay. Right, we gotta go. See, that's why okay. we need consultants. <laughs> uh, all right, we will come right back. Uh, we have new music from Miley Cyrus, new music from Selena Gomez, coming your way next on the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk. Hello. Hi. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Don and Steve, if you're watching, boy, you probably had quite the treat. Yeah, I guess we're on the ago. live stream, so you can watch us on the uh, live stream on the website and on the YouTube page, question mark. We're online. Yes. Just go look. It's yeah, just, just check yeah, the just internet. Look for us. For, whatever. I really find uh, Donna and I have started this little hand clap game. Yeah, it's like it's a patty little, cake, but so better. Two hands together. Ready for Ready first. Do four. Yeah. So, but what you do okay. is it's it's one, two, three, four, and then after you do one, two, three, four, then it's you know right hand, left hand, two hands. But the goal of the game is you go faster and faster each time. The first person to miss a move loses that round you could this is a great time waster in line uh next time you're at the dmv say excuse me ma'am would you like to play a game <laughs> let's try it real quick here let's right, go. Here we go one you start with one two three four one two three four mm, mm, mm. no hey wait Donna. Screwed up. We're, do, we're on radio what are we seven sorry guys uh oh, hey sorry. are we hey. back from commercial yet uh i hope not great <clears throat> we are professionals hey everybody hey. uh we're live from the fair yeah minnesota state fair on the chanhassen dinner theater stage uh it's a new music friday and there are two female stars superstars you could argue yes who happen to have new music out today we've got a new song from miley cyrus and we've got a new song from selena gomez donna what you direct the ship where do you want us okay, to go first i'm gonna have lexi um, there is a commercial, I think, so we're going to have to get past that. Let's do Miley Cyrus. It's interesting. She's got kind of a Sinead O'Connor vibe going on with a tear coming down her face, just looking directly at the camera. I queued it up. Uh, if we could have Lexi play it. What do you think? Love it. I love it, too. I tell you what, man. Um, if, you if you would have told me... Ten years ago, yep. when Party in the USA came out, which is a banger. So good. Had, she, had you told me like she would still be around, really at the top of her game, I would have had trouble believing that. And I actually feel like her voice, I think she really did a lot of work behind the scenes. I think so, too. The quality of her voice has really uh, just gotten better and better. And that rasp that she has, yeah. it kind of gives her... In advantage. I'm not taking anything away from her, but if you have a raspy voice, mm -hmm. I believe you more. Right out of the gates, I believe your story more. Yeah, you're gritty. More. You've yeah. been around the block. That's cool. I like yeah. how it's sort of a stripped down vibe there. Great. Yeah, and I, you know, and I think it's autobiographical mm -hmm. because she's. I mean, go back to when she was like sticking her tongue out all the time and yeah. twerking. That was ten years ago, I believe. We had just saw on uh, Twitter where that VMA performance that really yes. kind of uh, oh. some people dirty, called it disgusting, gross, appalling, yeah. dirty. Was or it Wrecking Ball? Uh, no. Oh, she, that was another one because she, she was like, wasn't she topless yeah. in that? She was just full on naked. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On a that was ball. the one where. Yeah. That was the one where. Um, 
but this album that she came up with uh, in the, the summer one? vacation, that is what I've been playing. Sarah and I've been playing more than anything else oh, this really? year. Really? I absolutely love every single song on there. I feel like it's not getting a it lot of radio. Be yeah, so you, much it's, love. it's it not is so good. But flowers got. Yeah, I, I mean, when gangbusters, mm-hmm. everybody loved that. But that's a good call. I, I got a, a Spotify that or YouTube music that Me at too. some point, like yeah. on a drive. It's all got that same exact vibe, except most of it's a little bit more upbeat. She does okay. have a couple like you that's kind of similar to that, okay. but it is sure. a fantastic listen from top to bottom. Okay, huh. good to okay. Know. that's cool. Yeah, I like her voice a lot. Yeah. Uh, then we have something a little different from Selena Gomez. This one is called Single Soon. This one is also queued up, Lexi, and you can just hit it. When- oh, yeah. a steady beat, you know? Yeah. I could, I could be driving to oh, this. Oh, you're swerving right now. You're all over the road with that. <laughs> I really oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like her too. Yeah, I do like Selena Gomez. I That's like great. her, you know, I really like her speaking voice. Interesting, it's very different from her singing voice. It is. Her singing voice is high. And almost, there's almost an airiness to it where her speaking voice has a little more of like a, and I Lower say this with tone. respect, but like a, a squeakier nasally. It's like a... Her speaking voice? Yeah. Oh. I don't, it, it's like got like a... There's a nasally mm-hmm. vibe oh, to it, oh. but it's distinct. I don't mean that in a bad way, just in a descriptive way. Uh, okay. By the way, this is how behind I am, Donna. I haven't watched a single episode of, of Murder? Only Murders in the Building. Wow! I love that show, and and we haven't even I, sat down to start an episode. I heard Rumi watching it one day when I was like cooking in the kitchen, because you know. I'm a cook. Okay. And uh, I just heard him laughing out loud constantly. Yeah. So it must be really good. I love the, uh, the, 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 well, think of the repartee that you already have, obviously, with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Selena Gomez, you would not have, I, I, I could have asked you to name 25 actresses that you're going to put in the middle of Martin Short and Steve Martin yes. in this series. You would not have chosen Selena Gomez. Correct. Turns out to be brilliant casting. She's really wonderful in it. And then they add Meryl Streep to the story and they add Paul Rudd to the story this I love year. Paul. Not to mention Nathan Lane's been in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's great. I gotta watch it. It's got a great theme song too. I'll never skip the intro. Always play the intro. Okay. Oh, man. All right. I mean it's really good. I'm getting too excited about it. Why are you looking at pictures of Sweet Martha's cookies? Well I'm looking at the top ten food vendors of last year as far as money yeah. goes. We got Sweet Martha's Okay. And then the Pronto Pup comes in at number two. Wow, that's pretty good. And we just had, we had a Pronto Pup eater here in the uh, in the audience. Right. And people, people are, they're either Pronto Pup or they're corn dog. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, the mouth trap cheese curds. I'll tell the cheese curds story that I've told before. My mom was here at the fair watching me at Twin Cities Live years ago. She sat down on the bleachers, accidentally sat down on a boy's uh, cheese curds. Oh, wow. So- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with her name left out, it's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just pressed onto her butt, and she was like, Oh, so sorry about that. Like, then removes them, just sets them back down. This dude, probably 10 or 11, didn't blink 
immediately <laughs> ate a curd. Just didn't care even I a little bit. I love it. Uh, Sweet Martha's made one point. I'm sorry, four point five million mm. last year. Pronto Pups made one point nine. Uh, the cheese curds made one point four. Fresh cut French fries or fresh French fries made one point three. Uh, let's see. Is this weird that we're doing this while we're like very close to a lot of these vendors? No. 1.2 for all you can drink milk. So that's the milk booth, and that's a controversial booth. Um, just if you care about the aesthetics of what other humans do. If you walk out of the fair, and it's right near Poutine, by the way. Have I mentioned Poutine yet today? Right we near have. Poutine. And it's just this, the first year at the fair, they pointed it out to me, and I was like, is that really just a place where you go? And get milk for like a quarter or something, I think. And it's like, just keep getting milk. You just, yeah. But wow. watching humans drink milk. In the heat. Not my no. idea of a good Friday. I agree. I want to see where my turkey people are. The corn roast comes in at number six. Making 1.1. Another unpleasant thing to watch. Blue Barn, excellent yeah. food. Uh, 990,000. Fried pickles. Love the fried pickles. Here we go. Oh, uh, fried pickles comes in at number eight with $928,000. Turkey legs is number nine. Yeah, that looks like a medieval time situation. Yes. And there's my turkey to go. Turkey to go. Woo! That's a great turkey sandwich. $622,000. Way to go, guys. Uh, are we going to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. We will play. Anybody can call in, whether you're here or wherever you happen to be. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next on My Talk. Everyone, have some fun. That was dumb. Yep. I'm all dumb. Welcome back. Donna and Steve. My Talk 107.1, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Come on out and see us, you guys. We're on Underwood. We're just south of Randall. We are on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Also, if you've got some little ones with you and you need a break, maybe if you've got an infant and you need to breastfeed, Lactation Station brought to you by Health Partners Park Nicollet. Breastfeeding, right? I'm all right. Incredible. What a crazy thing. That's crazy. You don't think about it until it's in your face, and you're like, especially if well, you're the that's baby. Cool. But you know, it's just crazy. It's there was crazy. a time when it's people really didn't breastfeed; everybody was bottle fed. And listen, you know? however you feed your baby, feed your baby. Yeah. But it is a real marvel. It really like, is. Like it is a true marvel that you don't have to have food to feed your baby. Moms make food. Right. It's just it's incredible. Crazy. By the way, just to um, go from weird to morbid, I just get a text message. Three seconds before we come back on the air. Scooty, my brother Scooty, hey, sends a text to my wife and I. Oh, nice. Cap, caps lock, warning, morbid question. Oh. What do you think he's going to ask next? Uh, do you have a will? Are you guys good taking our kids if we die? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, by that time, they'll probably be... By that yeah. time? <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't people don't make young. wills if they're going to die when they're... 80 for who's going to take our kids. They mean like if they died tonight. How old are the kids? Where did that hair come from? <laughs> Donna, oh my gosh, from the brush. Oh my gosh, hold it up. For the... Came from my belly button. <laughs> oh. I don't want to talk about anything I talked about. We're Can we like just play the game? 14 just years old. The, All right, ready? Thing. Here we go. Whatever. 
Don't put it on me, Donna. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. <laughs> His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, <laughs> the Big Zamboni. Yes, it's time for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, Donna with a big win yesterday at the State Fair. Got her to 83 wins. She just trails five now behind Steve. 88-83 is where we sit. Today, we're going uh, stepping away from the fair. We're not going to do those themes every single day. It's actually a birthday today. For a famous director, Durac. uh Scorsese, <laughs> Tim Burton. Oh, celebrates today. Any guess how old Tim Burton is? Seventy. I'm gonna say Tim Burton is sixty-seven. Sixty-five oh, is the correct sorry, answer Tim. for that one. So yeah, it's the hair. Little, yeah, it must be. <laughs> uh, so again, Tim Burton is uh, celebrating a birthday today, and he is the topic for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We've got. Uh, on the line to play along with us today, Setsy is going to be playing. Setsy? Hey, Setsy, how are you? It's actually Betsy. Oh. It is. So that was a typo. We apologize. We will, though, call you Setsy, Setsy for, for the, the remainder, remainder of yep. this segment. Yep. Um, Setsy, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Shakopee. Oh. We love Shakopee, Shakopee Setsy. Um, what are you going to do after you hopefully win this game? What's next on your Friday agenda? Um, I'm actually heading into work for a couple hours. I just dropped my kids off at Valley Fair. Wonderful. Hopefully they won't call me for a long time to get picked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they're <laughs> at the age where you can just drop them and say, I'll pick you up later. They are. It's wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, wonderful. Well, you enjoy uh, that day and whatever tasks you need to get done between now and then. It is time for you to make a choice. Today's topic in our College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Tim Burton. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? I got to help my girl Donna. Thank you. Yay. Right. Bye. Don't listen. Don't cheat. Go do something. All right. Bye. All right. Steve's going okay. to step aside. As Turn the volume down. I feel like he could still hear us. Betsy, a.k.a. Setsy, will go on hold here. Let's... Uh, Go ahead and play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna, are you ready for some Tim Burton trivia? Okay. All right. Audience here in attendance, please uh, hold your comments and your answers to yourself. Let's get it started with this first one here. Though it wasn't actually directed by Burton, this animated holiday musical is likely what he's best known for. Oh, shoot. Is it uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas? This Oscar nominee played the Cape Crusader in the two Tim Burton-directed Batman flicks. Say say again. This Oscar nominee played the Cape Crusader in the two Tim Burton-directed Batman flicks. Uh, Michael Keaton. Grossing over one billion worldwide, this whimsical, visually stunning 2010 movie was the highest grossing for Burton. 2010? 2010. Over one billion worldwide. I don't know. Whimsical, visually stunning 2010 movie. Edward Scissorhands. Alrighty. That's not we right. We will go ahead and bring... Betsy. Betsy, back up here. <laughs> and uh, Betsy, you heard the answers there that Donna gave. How'd you feel about uh, those answers? Um, I think she nailed the first two. Okay. And for the third one, I'm going to say it is Alice in Wonderland. You're going to change it to Alice in Wonderland. All right, that's All right. up to you. Thank you can you. definitely do that. So uh, we'll make that change. And uh, Donna's going to go or grab Steve here. Again, playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Tim Burton, the category today, turned 65 years young, and uh, 
Steve has rejoined the conversation. Hey, how'd it go? Not sure. I just went in the back, I plugged my ears, and I hummed. Okay, that's great. Didn't hear a thing. That's nice. You know what I thought would be nice? We should have headphones. The kind of headphones that are like totally noise canceling. Sure. You put them oh, sure. on, and then you can just. Anyway. All right, well. I'm excited we for don't. this topic. All, All right. right, Tim Burton, the topic today. Donna gave her answers. Let's go ahead and get it started. Steve, here we go. We'll start off with this one. Though it wasn't actually directed by Burton, this animated holiday musical is likely what he's best known for. The Nightmare Before Christmas. This Oscar nominee played the Cape Crusader in the two Tim Burton-directed Batman flicks. Val Kilmer. Grossing over one billion worldwide, this whimsical, visually stunning 2010 movie was his highest grossing. Say it again. Grossing over one billion worldwide, this whimsical and visually stunning 2010 movie was his highest grossing. Jeez Louise. Not Alice Seven in Wonderland. Seconds. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's a terrible guess. All right, let's run through these <laughs> answers. Find out just how terrible of a guess that was. We'll go with the first one, though. It wasn't actually directed by Burton. This animated holiday musical is likely what he's best known for. It is written, it is produced by Tim Burton. That, of course, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You both nailed that one. Yes. Good job. How about let's jump to number three, grossing over one billion worldwide. This whimsical, visually stunning 2010 movie was his highest grossing. Donna said... Uh, I don't remember. Edward Scissorhands, I think. Yeah, and uh, then the caller, Betsy, changed that Betsy. to Alice in Wonderland. Okay. The same answer Steve gave. And they're both correct. Wow. Oh, I'm surprised by that. I didn't that, see that. That was his biggest box that office his ever. biggest box office worldwide. Over a okay. billion dollars for Alice in Wonderland. That brings us to the second one. This Oscar nominee played the Cape Crusader in the two Tim Burton-directed Batman flicks. Donna took some time, but came up with Michael Keaton. Steve took less time and came up with Val Kilmer. Oh, dang. Michael Keaton is the correct answer. Yeah. Big Woo! win there for Donna. Thank you. He was in two of them? He was in two of them, yep. I didn't know that. I That's only thought he was in one. I took a guess. Sorry, Steve. It was a good guess. Darn and it. Betsy, because of that, you're a winner Betsy, today. Betsy, you did it. Way to go, Donna. You nailed Thank that. Thank you. You got me the win. Dang. And you the win. <laughs> Way Yay. to go. Hey, Setsy, do you want to stay on and play the tiebreaker just for fun? <laughs> oh, sure. All right, fine. All right. Just clarifying Hopefully here. Hopefully there's not a delay. But... Batman and Batman Returns. Got the two it. that were headed by that was uh, one, one, one of those was with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. That was actually just Nikes. Batman in 89, and then Danny DeVito was uh, the, oh, penguin. the Penguin in uh, Batman yeah. Returns. Love it. All right, uh, tie-breaking question. It's not going to matter here, but because uh, Donna's already the winner. She's up to 84. Let's go to the tiebreaker here. Tim Burton's last movie he directed was this 2019 live-action remake of this 1941 Disney movie featuring... A large-eared pachyderm. Oh, large-eared what? Pachyderm. <laughs> I was going to say Pinocchio. I heard large and went Pinocchio, and there were those remakes. That's not it. Large-eared pachyderm. Let me change that last word to elephant. Dumbo. We're in here, too. It was Dumbo. Dumbo. Dumbo would have been the correct answer. Dang Nicely it. done. Oh, Doesn't man. matter, though, because Betsy and Donna get the win. Yay! Yay. Woo! Thanks, Betsy. Hang on the line, okay? Will do. Have a, Have a great day. You too. I love you, Setsy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I have a tip. I have a tip, and I would like it to be official. 
It's kind of a tip. Just oh, now it's kind of a tip. It's kind of a tip. This is a home decor tip, okay? Um, what I just gave a tip the other day of how to make the frame of your television, if you have a flat screen TV, a a way to make it look like the Samsung frame that shows artwork and it has like this cool bezel around it. Instead of it just being a big black hole on your wall, you use washi tape, you line it up, pick a color of your choosing. I chose like a gold and boom, then it kind of pops off of your wall. The tips keep coming this time courtesy of my painter. So we had a, 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 a black wall painted. We have all white walls and we did this black feature wall, kind of dramatic in the main living area. We had a decision. Do you make the entire wall black or do you leave the mantle around the fireplace white so that you have that contrast? We went back and forth, back and forth. We ended up going all monochromatic black. Lou kind of still was leaning toward the white mantle, but then we did it. And so there was a little bit of like, we don't have any uh, hardware. We don't have any pools on the cabinets or drawers yet. There, There's decor that we don't have. So it does look a little much blah. right now not blah donna oh, sorry i'm so <laughs> sensitive about this so anyway we were like man i guess you could always paint the mantle back white but we had it sprayed and enameled and we want the finishes to match blah 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 he had this great idea yesterday and then lou said guess what the painter had a great idea and i've seen this kind of thing done and this is what we can do he said you can to break up the monochromatic look you can actually build or have someone build it for you, more likely, a wooden frame for any part of your mantle. So they would essentially mimic the same cuts as your mantle coming off your wall. And this could work for a quick upgrade for a lot of mantles. And then what it is is you fit it to size and then you would just slide it over top of your mantle. So now in the middle of our mantle, we will have a natural wood mantle instead of the monochromatic painted okay. look. And he said you could just put it on the top and that would break it up. But then Lou was like, I looked into it. You can do it. You could build a case for your whole mantle that you could essentially slide on and slide off when, when you need to. All right, that's kind so of So it's fun. a nice way to upgrade a mantle is you can make these wooden frames for them. I thought you, that was pretty uh, cool. All right, and then you slide it. And I'm having a hard time figuring out where on the mantle it goes. Like just the, the part that faces you, the... You could do just the horizontal part, or yes. you could also do the vertical legs as well. Got it. And so we're going to do all of them. All right. You know what would look cool on all black is like a bunch of gold things to put on the mantle. The gold, well, the mantle doesn't have space for that. The TV's right above it. There's a sound oh, bar I below gotcha. it. Oh, I gotcha. I forgot about the TV. But okay. you can't even put the, uh, you can, there are big baskets that we're going to put on the, the, this bottom part, but you can't put them directly on the paint. You shouldn't for about a week or two with an oil-based paint to really allow it to long cure. But that's going to change it. The hardware. Hardware on drawers, Donna, really changes a lot. Oh, for sure. That's a nice little kitchen makeover you want to do. Change that. hardware. It's easy to do. Look up your measurements and you can have your, your kitchen can look kind of different in a span of like an hour. You know, I um, ordered some kitchen hardware on Amazon. I measured and everything. Came in, it was way too small. You know, and then when you take the old hardware out and you put new on, sometimes if the hole is too small, then you've got the outline of the 
I'm so oh. glad you brought this up. I am too. I ju- I have a solution for you. All right. I just found this the other day on Amazon. We have very strangely three and five eighth inch spaced hardware holes, and that is very rare to find. You have a limited selection on what you can find. So we could drill new holes. Pappy not good with drill. Or I found adjustable hardware of various sizes. So there's adjustable hardware, and imagine you use your two screw holes that go through those cabinet doors and the drawers. Those screws go through, and then it slides onto those, and it can go anywhere from one inch space to four inches space. And then there's another size up that goes from two inches all the way up to eight inches if you have a longer drawer that you're looking to make more of a statement. You cover them. You don't have to drill. You can find them on Amazon. They're under a couple different labels. Okay. Do you see the amount of home decor tips I've been bringing? Thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to share. We're late. we got to go. When we come back, live from the Minnesota State Fair, oh, just like I always suspected, Bachelor producers admitting that they manipulate contestants to make them cry on camera. No. That story when we return on Donna and Steve. Hey guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. Um, uh, uh, listen, you guys, if you need a loan, whether you're looking for a new or a used car, you have debt to consolidate, maybe you're looking to do some upgrades to your home, Hello. hey Steve, uh, maybe you have an upcoming wedding, maybe you just want to go on vacation, I can tell you that Spire Credit Union can help you finance just about anything and they'll make the whole process easy plus they'll get you a payment that works for your budget this steve financed his car through spire you know since 1934 spire credit union has helped minnesotans achieve their financial dreams no matter how big they might be life changes so does your budget let spire be part of that journey you can manage your finances online you could get the app or going to any of spire's 22 branch locations they're now open in golden valley it's right off of 394 And don't forget, oh, they got one of those coin machines, too. I'm going to go in there and dump some change. Spire is insured by NCUA. They are an equal housing opportunity lender. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Still morning. Doesn't it feel weird when you're outside? Like it feels like it's the middle of the day. Yeah. It's morning, guys. It is morning, Donna. People You're are eating so breakfast. Observant. You know who's not eating breakfast? Us. Because uh, no one has brought us any food. And we're starving up here. I had tater top poutine yesterday. Okay. I kind of want to have it again today, but I know that I should be eating Baba's hummus as well. You're telling me about this pickle pizza. Oh, you got to try that. You but, should all be trying that. It's so good. I'm going to go to the Falafel King. Q-Dog's in there. He just convinced me, and he gave me a $3 off coupon. Why don't we send Q-Dog to get us some food and be like, hey, shoot it for social media. And, and then we'll buy him lunch. And by we, I mean... You. See, you're the woman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hungry. All right. All right, we're uh, fine. Anyway, we'll be okay, guys. Yeah, Thanks we'll for your fine. concern. Thank you, guys. Seriously, don't, you don't concern. have to call the EMTs. Yeah, we're we're going to be all right. Uh, okay, so did you see this story this morning? There was, I guess, this week hit, there was an episode of the Vice TV docuseries, Dark Side of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. It was all about The Bachelor. And former staffers are admitting that they go to disturbing lengths to get reactions out of contestants. So, if you ever watched, oh my God, what's the one on life? Uh, Unreal. Unreal. It's basically 
was a scripted television show that was brought to us from former Bachelor producers. Yep. And it basically shows you the other side of The Bachelor from behind the scenes. So now ex-casting director Marky Costello said contestants are very carefully chosen and they'll be like, she just went through a breakup. She just got over an eating disorder. She's been a bridesmaid 15 times. She's never been a bride. And what they do is uh, they use that to their advantage to, quote, wield them like a weapon. They said, um, this guy said he had a lot of tactics on how to get a girl to cry on camera everybody had their own shtick you had to go for their hot buttons their dad left them when they were eight years old they were left at the altar and that's uh how it is if you want to be on the bachelor contestants who didn't cry enough bye just during casting uh no i think this is now when you're on the show so, season four contestant Kelly Jo Higgins <laughs> says that alcohol was used like a truth serum uh, on all the ladies, and it definitely played a part in some people either being more comfortable in front of the camera or willing to share more. Oh, and well, that's exactly how that show be. Unreal it... is. Wow. Huh. So, I, I, this is how it is on Unreal. Each girl has their own producer. And it's a competition for the producers as well, you know, because they're trying to get their person to be real dramatic. So wait a minute. Are you then saying when, when Judy doesn't cry because she's a strong Midwestern woman... Then they do some convincing with the other girls to get her off the show. With the other girls, or do they go to The Bachelor in that case and say, Hey, Brent, Judy's got to go. You got to get rid of her. Yes, correct. Huh. There's an old saying, the devil works hard, but bachelor producers work harder. And they are always... Is that always, a saying? That is a saying. Former producer Lisa Adams of Twin Cities Live fame oh. uh, would say that. And it's like one of the truthier truths out there. They are just always... None of what you said... It's, I, it's, it strikes me as interesting to hear it said out loud. But not surprising. But not surprising. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, it's true. People are talking. That's did you ever go on uh, The Bachelor? What if they did a not the Golden Bachelor? go on a blind date. What are you talking about? But what if it was, I don't know, the guy was great, and he was right up your alley, like an ex-con or whatever, <laughs> and he, you were one of the ten people chosen. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe no. that's love. No, no. You would... No. I, I, I don't want you to go on the show. Thank you. Because I fear that you would, night one, have a few too many, <laughs> and then all sorts of things would, would start spilling out. I, I'd be walking up to everybody. Hi, can I borrow him for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That show. It's the so bachelor, bad. I hate listen, it. I will say The Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor promo, which I really that. took issue with because I was like, this dude is smoking hot and he looks like he's 48 and they're telling me he's 70. Yeah. I, I, wanted him, I wanted him to have a cane, okay? Am I an ageist? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted him to have a cane. I want to see tennis balls on the bottom of a walker. Whenever it's the rose ceremony, yeah. I want to see someone dragging oxygen. I wanted wow. it to be like, that's what I wanted wow. it to be like. And then instead, it's just this super hot, like abnormal 70-year-old guy, but... 
I watched the promo that we, the, we the saw the other day. One. The latest yes, promo. and it was lovely. He's with his daughters, and he seems very sweet. And yes. really, like, and so that made me get interested a little bit more in that. That we're watching this. Holy hell. Sorry, bear with us. Is this thing on? What was that? Hey, Steve. You're a disaster. Yeah, try this one. Hey, everybody. Nothing to see here. All right. Hey. All right. Hey. That was horrific. <laughs> that, that must have been. If that was bad up here, that was so bad. Oh, there. Out there. Yeah, whoever heard that. Sorry about that. Oh, boy. Well, um, I lost my hearing, but I'll be all right. Maybe now I'll go on Golden Bachelor. <laughs> See, and that's what would be fun on Gold. Didn't you want it to be? Just admit that he's sweet, and I'm sure there it would. It's gonna be. I said this the most emotional season ever. I'll tell you what, we've got a lady from Minnesota who is going to be on the show. Please tell me her name is Judy or Barb. Mm, I cannot confirm or deny either of those, but she is from here. I'm not gonna tell you how I know. Got a little intel. And we're going to be rooting for her, whoever she is. Okay. All right. The plot thickens. All right. Well, we'll look. Uh, we'll look around for the Golden Bachelor, which comes out, I think, mid September, late September. Uh, uh, something like something that. Something like that. We'll All tell right. you when we're closer to. It. All right. Uh, that's two hours in the books now for the Don and Steve experience. But wouldn't you know it? They're bringing <laughs> us back for one more. We are on until noon at 11:30. We have a slow jam. DJ Rock Lobster will join us live here at the Minnesota State Fair. Thanks for hanging with us, Don and Steve, on my talk.